Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Tuesday, February 25th, the post-show podcast now of the KCO Day radio program, known as Contractually Obligated. Sorry, man. I don't know. What did you think was going to happen? Because you dreamed it. I it explained was going, to you how this happened. If I you mean, dream it, you I, can yeah, achieve it. Right. Yeah. Well, you're not going to achieve it. You're doing the stupid podcast. You ever podcast. have a girlfriend like that where you like you would cheat with her in a dream and she's like, you really cheated on me? She would like, dream about it. You go through. I, had a, I had a girlfriend. Oh, she's, she's psychotic. Yeah, she, I dreamt that you cheated on me, oh, like, I, well. but I didn't. And then the rest of the day is just living hell because she because dreamed. it's real. You know, if you dream some, it's real. Well, that's so last uh, night, not I, always. Last night, I dreamt my dream. Can at least the part I remember. I, I dreamt that the entire premise was I was trying to talk to you out of doing the podcast. So that's the point where this podcast is now. It's now in my subconscious where I'm just like. Well, and and it's also made me the boogeyman. So, right. So I'm Slenderman in the, in, in this particular scenario, and uh, it's there's a reason it's called contractually obligated, man. Just saying. Here, you want tell you what you want to hear about somebody who's um, just to just to prove that you're having a better day. What is this, dude? The sheer volume of candidates. Were my instructions difficult to follow? Where I because t- you we do this this way every year, rather than going through and scheduling all these different candidates and it's immense amount of work. We just have a window where if you're a candidate and you've called within the window during the show, we'll talk to you, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's not it's not difficult. Normally we we pick like two days. This week we're doing like two well, weeks. Well, we're giving them actually more time in my we're opinion. We're giving them more time, but we're giving this week we're giving. Uh, uh, statewide candidates, so you have to be running for an office for the whole state's voting, or a federal candidate, i.e. Congress, um, or Senate. I guess, uh, you know, the other slender man could call us if he wanted to. Uh, but uh, anyway, and then we'll do localized candidates Monday and Tuesday, which you're right, that's normally how we do it. It's been abundantly clear, and the sheer volume of uh, candidates who then, or their people, send me this, hey, I heard you're doing interviews, and then they throw in a little tidbit about the show. Oh, by the way, I love Ross's kid. Yeah, because it's like, you know, to intimate that they listen all the time. If you vote for me, write in promo code Ross100. Oh, you're so clever. Yeah. And then they want to schedule something, and I'm like, no, you're missing the whole point of this. We're avoiding all of that because we're incredibly lazy. And just don't want to deal with it. So now I'm just ignoring them. Uh, anyway, uh, you want to hear a story? Of, uh, here's an uplifting story. Here's a guy in Arizona who just celebrated 120 days sober. Right? Sure. Four months. No alcohol, no I've drugs, there, yeah. no nothing. Sure. Uh, and to celebrate, he got hammered and stole a motorcycle. Oh, dude. Yeah. 
Well, but get back on that horse, I guess. Well, he didn't drive it. That's, well, that's good. All According right. to authorities, uh, he, st- he stole a motorcycle from a Kawasaki dealership. Investigators say 29-year-old Jackson Hanley was described as extremely intoxicated when he walked into a Mesa, Arizona a, uh, a Kawasaki dealership, grabbed a display motorcycle, and started pushing it down the street. <laughs> Hanley, who had ridden his bicycle to the Kawasaki dealership, had his theft bid thwarted when a customer alerted an employee that a crime was in progress. The guy then follows him because, again, he's just pushing the motorcycle. And uh, eventually police locate him about a mile away, resting on a fence with the bike slightly tipped over but still upright. Hanley told police he admitted to stealing the motorcycle, and he did it because he wanted to reward himself and celebrate four months of sobriety. That's just sad. And he thought he that deserved a motorcycle. You. Um, and police asked what he was going to do. He says, I was going to walk it all the way back home, which was easily five miles, uh, and try and start it there. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, they say it sneaks up on you. I know I've been sober now for, I've stopped counting the days. Yeah. But it was a year on uh, New Year's Eve. So, right. I'll have dreams. So, speaking of dreams, like I had a dream. Oh, am I in this? The, do you or not? Guy? I don't believe okay. so. Okay. It was over the weekend where in the dream, I was just drinking. And then I woke up and I felt like, wait, did that really happen? Because if so, I would have been incredibly disappointed in myself. It just kind of sneaks up on you. So this guy's like, yeah, success. Oh, I'm gonna just gonna have one drink. Oh, you oh fail. Don't take this the wrong Stole way. Stole a Kawasaki. Don't take this right. Your dreams are really kind of lame. Sometimes they're lame. You know Sometimes they're not. Because you know, well, I mean, some that wasn't like, the only. That was part of the dream. Some, you know, other people are like, I can fly. You no, because my dreams can be crazy weird. I was gonna start a. Uh, Start tweeting them out every morning, oh. like first idea, like because they're they can be very odd. Okay, yeah, my right. my, well, my brain can be a weird there. place to be because I don't like me just telling you to do the podcast is so every day. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, sometimes too, because now we have the three older dogs that are like all like all pretty much on their way out. They're all yeah. at their Biden part of their career. Oh, jeez. You know, they're, they're, they're all running for Senate. What? Yeah. So, I mean, I've got to, they wake up now a lot and I've got to take them out a lot. So, a lot of times when I dream and I go to sleep, I sleep now in chunks where I'll sleep like an hour and a half, wake up to take care of the dogs, hour, wake up to take care of the dogs, hour like that. So, it's, they're bits and pieces. They're not like one continuous dream. Yeah, I can, okay. I can, yeah, I can suck. Huh. <sighs> Yeah, this is interesting. So what happens? So we have this article here. Parallel universes exist and why we will soon explore them, says physicist. So uh, the theoretical physicist Sean Carroll, this guy's a big parallel universe guy. And uh, he he is absolutely convinced these exist. Do you think that the dreams, how does a parallel universe dream affected by the parallel universe? What do you mean? If you dream, can of you a dream out universe? of sequence? Though no, 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 no. So there's you in one universe, and then there's let's say there's you in the other universe, and you took the dog out one last time, right? That would be the slight difference yeah. in the parallel universe. How does that impact the dreams then between the two Rosses? There, I don't know. They they kind of say that you know, a dream could be an escape from the universe. So it's kind of like a, it's a place. You know, when you dream, there's no really such thing as time. Time is all jumbled, so you're sort of in between the parallel or or, or different universes. But I also believe that the universe is, is a, a computer simulation and a hologram, which goes hand-in-hand hand with the multiverse. It makes perfect sense. They actually go hand-in-hand. Hand. Sean Carroll's uh, uh, evidence, he says, is the fact that tiny particles like electrons and photons 
don't have one set place within the universe. And he says that's evidence that there are many parallel universes. Um, yeah, it's the way when they look at them under a microscope or microscopic conditions, they don't behave the way you would think they would behave. Where right. they say, you know, it's supposed to have a set path, but it can be one one minute it's here, and then it's over there, and then it's over there. It jumps over, they jump around a lot. Would you really want here? Would you really want to know and have access? Let's just say it's visual access, like you're, not that you could travel there. Now, what happens if you travel and you meet yourself? Is it like is I don't know? Like I don't know if you can. I'm, where, I'm not sure. But then ever, wouldn't it create a parallel universe where you never traveled and met yourself as yeah, well? Yeah, I mean, there, there's got to be all options. Yeah, it's like the end of what was the, the, set, the second Matrix movie where he's up there with all the TV screens and he's seeing all of the different right. things that he could do in that moment in all the different dimensions. It, it, it represents every choice that you could possibly do. But let's say you had access to the knowledge based on those choices. Well, one, everyone win the lottery, right? You know, this kind of stuff. It's like, a, you know what it's like? It's like um, uh, Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah, where he's seeing like all the different Scenarios. ways that could go down with things. And then there's one. There's one. Right, there's one out of 14 million. All right. So would you want that knowledge, though? Because let's say you could only have it in retrospect. You couldn't have it before. So it's only after a decision has already been made. You have to live with the no, consequences. I don't want to know. It's bad enough now. And then you go know. back and you look and you went, oh, again. Yeah, I no. made the wrong decision. No. I think that's, that's don't do that. that would mentally, it's not going to be good for your health. Mentally destroy you right yeah, there. Yeah, it would. Trying to think the last bad decision I've made. Can't think of any. You know, the way they describe this, if you want to, I was talking about. I'll probably that Argentinian steakhouse in Costa Rica <laughs> I went to. Yeah? Yeah. Where they dump uh, a perfectly cooked piece of meat and then they dump uh, cream of mushroom soup on it. Oh, man. Yeah. Sure. I'd love to know in the parallel universe if I had gone to the other one, what, what, what would it be? I mean, I mean, just know. think about it. I mean, the, <laughs> wow, you know, the potential limitless, yeah. literally, yeah. Anyway. They're saying, saying that, you know, the way to think about it, if you're thinking about parallel universes and in conjunction with the holographic or computer simulation world, think about the back of a PlayStation or Xbox game disc. Okay. Right. It's got all the circles on it, right? Or an old CD, if you want to go back that way. Every individual, when you play the game, everything you could possibly do is already programmed into that game. You feel like you have control. You can decide, or think about Mario Brothers, the original Mar- Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. You can go left, you can go right, you can jump, you could fall. You have the choice, you can decide, but everything is already programmed in that you could possibly do. So it's not, there is freedom of choice, but there isn't because every choice that you could possibly make has already been programmed into the game. They say that's a way of thinking about parallel universes. So right now I could stand up. I could leave the room. I could go left. I could go right. Would Similar you stop to, trying to get out of doing the podcast? Right, I could leave the podcast. I could get up and just stop doing the podcast, right? Going back to the Matrix thing. That could be one of the TVs Physically, that you sees, could. Yes. Right? Um, it's just my decision at the time, which one do I want to do? But all the decisions have already been programmed, say, on the back of that disc. Oh, so. So every, what the multiverse or the different dimensions are are the different choices you could possibly make. And when you do that... The Choose Your Own Adventure book. When you do that, yeah, what you're actually doing is you're jumping between dimensions or universes. But it's instantaneous when it comes to the way that you perceive it. Does that make sense? So I could get up now, 
say it's my soul or whatever, it instantaneously goes over to the other universe where I jumped up and it goes on and it goes on, which is why they say that the dimensions or the multiverse is infinite because there are infinite possibilities. Does any of that make sense? It's hard to explain. In my, in, uh, to me, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I get that. It's a lot it, to grasp, I it know. It deviates choice, though. Even though you think you have choice, you don't. You don't, right, because it's already been programmed in. I don't know, man. But I'm saying, if you believe in computer simulation, holograph, the universe theory, which a lot of science is actually pointing to, people think it's a bunch of, oh, you, you're just high on acid. More and more scientific evidence is pointing to this being the case. And when you combine it with multiverse theory, it really makes sense. That's why there would be a multiverse, because it's all the programming that you would do in the code of the game or in the program. I see. Okay. I know. No, 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 I know no. it's weird, but I mean, it's something I'm really into. It's a really cool topic. Like, so hypothetically in, in another, um, so in a parallel universe, uh, Jesse Smollett was attacked. She was. Yes, he was. Oh, okay. Infinite possibilities. Oh, excuse me. I mispronounced it. In this universe, that wasn't the case. No. Oh, what? You oh. know, fortunately for him. A juicy, excuse me. Juicy. Ju- ju- juicy Smollett. Yeah, Juicy, juicy Smollett. Um... Has entered a plea of not guilty in criminal court uh, nearly a year to the day after he appeared in the same court on similar charges related to allegations of a staged hate crime. Um, he's still he's still on the hey I was attacked. It, it the dude wrote a check for his uh, his service or for the services rendered, which is amazing. Right. There's literally video of him buying the supplies. Yes. There's an unaccosted foot-long tuna sub in this story right. at three in the morning, which when is it's a waste of below. a waste of a sandwich, in my opinion. What do you mean? Did it? Did he eat it? You make a sandwich, you should eat that thing. Oh, well, starving in China? No, an artist, a, a sandwich artist, made that. Somebody you should eat it. It's a waste of you know. It's evidence, a waste of a man. You think it's still in the locker somewhere? I don't know, <laughs> but that, but that's the worst locker to be here. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so he is pled not guilty. They will drag. My prediction: they'll drag this thing out. He'll eventually, because his lawyer's still like a hundred percent didn't do this, and then they'll come up with some thing. Because you remember they gave him community service, but it was like Jesse. You had to go hang yeah. out at Jesse Jackson's right. place. It was just such BS. I think you'll see that. What's the count? The county involved? Is it? Cook County. Cook County, I was about to say, yeah. yeah they're still investigating like what happened with that, right? Yeah, but they're still Why not they... investigating the the public officials who basically made this go away. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want investigated. What the hell's going on with that? And then they said there was some sort of Obama connection. Oh, yeah, well, Chicago, they're best man. friends. Yeah. yeah, but Chicago, right. Yeah, the woman was uh, tight with Michelle Obama. Uh, and I can't. I remember we did the story. I don't remember all of the, uh, the details of it. Uh, speaking of big cities, uh, residents of downtown San Francisco say that the filming for the new Matrix 4 is out of control. Apparently, the filming is going on all throughout the night and involves tons of helicopters, low-lying uh, helicopters, fireballs, all the stuff you would... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Expect from a blockbuster. What is unusual is the city just gave the company the permission to essentially film at like all hours of the day at night. And people live down there. Oh, and by the way, and there's also a coincidence, apparently... London Breed, the mayor of the city, is expected to appear in the film. Gee, I wonder if those are connected. Hmm. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Would you like to have the filming of Matrix 4 going on around your house? In my house. I don't know if you you could pick up on this, but due to our previous conversation in this podcast, I'm a big fan of the Matrix movies. Right, right, right. Can you believe that? Yeah. Are you sitting down? Okay, I am sitting down, yeah. Especially the first Matrix. In this universe, I'm sitting down. In this one, right, right. In other ones, in a different part of the game, different programming the disc, you could be up or down. It's your choice, but yeah, it's already programmed in. I'm a big fan of the original Matrix. Second movie, third movie doesn't exist to me. It's like uh, Godfather 3. Really, I thought the second yeah. one was worse than the Did third. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. But I'll watch. You know, the difference is, is I'll watch the third or the second. I can't even watch if, him uh, on very rare occasions where I'm like, I'm going to watch all the Matrixes. Let's do this. Whereas Godfather three, once and not even really paying attention, right? And never again. Never again. Never again. No point. I kind of feel with the Matrix, they should have stopped after the first movie. I think it's one of those movies where they make a really great movie and they're like, we're going to cash in on it, which happens a lot, obviously. And then the previous sequels just never live up to the original. Well, they were filming. And it kind of it hurts the original movie because they, of, of what came afterwards. But they didn't do two and three because one was a success. They were planning right. that It was all supposed along. to be a trilogy, which makes yeah. it even sadder because the I first remember, movie I, dude, is such a good movie. Hype. I remember the hype. I remember yeah. when I went to see that. Yeah. It was like, this is amazing. Yeah, the first movie, amazing. It blew me Such away. Such a good movie. So, so you would want, you wouldn't mind uh, low-lying helicopters and random explosions at all hours of the That'd night. That'd be so amazing. Well, here's the thing. Most people, Probably not for me because of the kid and stuff, but I mean, if I was single yeah, in my I 20s, think, amazing. Oh, well, yeah, that's different. But, you know, between the dogs losing their crap. <laughs> I mean, right? I'm up anyway. Right, and and the fact that Lincoln probably wouldn't think it was great. You, they freak out over a vacuum, let alone a... Yeah. So, uh, the only reason I point this out, though, is in most cases, it would not be cool. But I kind of prefer it over a bunch of homeless crackheads, you know what I'm saying? Pooping everywhere, panhandling, and just being a general nuisance by trying to sleep in your car. Because at least when they're shooting down there, there's a bunch of people in the vicinity, so they probably won't vandalize you too heavily, nor right. be allowed in that yeah, area. That's a good point. So in a way, it's kind of a blessing for them is the uh, point that I'm making there, choosing to live in uh, downtown San Francisco. But the part where nobody could, because they've never permitted anyone to do anything like that in the middle of the night because it's insane, and then you find out that there's going to be a, a role in the movie for the mayor who I, I don't know if you know this, London Breed considers herself a bit of an actress. So she's, she's literally trading the welfare of her citizens for a cameo. For a career, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Prediction. Okay. Matrix 4. Uh-huh. Gonna blow. <laughs> now, why do you think that? Because I'm brave, and I take brave stances. That I, I hate I, I that, take, though. I, I hate tanks. the idea that it's going to blow. Well, 2 did, 3 did. I don't know where they're going to go with it. I mean... 
Do we have any so, semblance of the storyline? You know, I should. I know normally I'd be the person to ask, and I would nor- typically have all the spoilers. I don't have any. I haven't looked into it. For some reason, before the story got into prep last night, I forgot that there it was even going to be a thing. And then I read it last night. I'm like, oh, of course. So maybe I'll do some investigating, see what I can find. Okay, yeah, I'm just curious what the... Um, um, I'm just looking at the end of the story. Filming for Matrix 4, da-da-da-da-da. It doesn't say anything about whether then. It's just talking about how the sister's transgender. Because Keanu's going to be in it, right? Yeah, he is I mean, in yeah, he's in the movie, so I don't know what they're... I don't know. No idea. Okay. A Major League Baseball player has been revealed to be competing in a professional sport that uh, some people are concerned that... Um, could get him injured. So Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Madison Bumgarner is kind of good, right? He's great. Yeah, kind of a really good pitcher. Who, by the way, just got an eighty-five million dollar deal. Poverty. F- five years. Complete yeah. poverty. I'm also, saying there's some pitchers that got bigger deals, bigger markets. They're better players. Go on. Also, had has a passion, rodeo. Um, and to compete in rodeo, the pitcher who apparently is look as somebody who has a pretty decent working knowledge of rodeo, don't you know? Just it's I had a lot of friends. It could be pretty rough, I would imagine. And I've tried several of these events. I was never any good at them. Um, he's a he's a he's a calf roper, and if if you don't know, is he wait is he calf roping? Is he team roping? He's doing both. Uh, in the team roping competition. Bumgarner actually won twenty six thousand five hundred bucks, which is a pittance when you're getting paid eighty five million by the Major League Baseball. But because he likes competing so much and he's pretty good at it, obviously if he's winning that kind of money on a single uh, single run there, um, he had to literally change his name to Mason Saunders, which is uh, an abbreviation of his first name and his wife's maiden name, so that people wouldn't notice that uh, this pitcher was doing professional rodeo. Um, whether you know it or not, these guys get um, the teams freak out. I can't imagine if they it's a big investment. And you're going to be in rodeo. Well, and it might he might be violating his contract. It's I, not like hey, I'm going to go golfing on the weekend or I'm going to play golf, going to PGA Tour, which you know takes skill. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I would say b- being in a rodeo a little bit more physical, right? Could well, be. Oh yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> you have even, like a bull rammed up your ass. Well, you know I mean? he's not. He's not. But those calves, those calves will beat the crap yeah, out of you. Yeah. Look, it, it, as somebody who is who has roped calves and had to literally uh, wrestle them down for the purpose of uh, uh, branding them, inoculating them, a uh, wide variety of things, those little buggers will beat the crap out of you if things aren't going right. And when you're doing the rodeo event, you're doing this, but you're doing it at breakneck speed, right? And and you have to be very specific on on where everybody is when the when they are roped, uh, and and it's it's something where if you you could fall off a horse very easily if something goes wrong and those gates sometimes go wrong, but it's not bull riding, it's not saddle bronc, it's not bareback, it's not any of the more violent ones. He arguably picked the one he probably has the least amount of. But the teams don't have any appetite for it. I was going to say, are they going to allow him to continue this? Because I would be shocked if they did. Which is why he had to hide the fact, right? Yeah, there's no way. Uh, Jared Allen, you remember Jared Allen, defensive end. He played for the Vikings, played for Carolina as well. Uh, Played for uh, this this horse crap team in upstate New York. Um, So anyway, Jared Allen, uh, this guy's a... I love Jared Allen. 
And so when we were down, when I was up in Minnesota, we would have the different players come in on a rotation. But Jared liked doing the radio, so he'd come by. And he liked doing the show uh, with uh, with us because Jared was really into hunting and fishing. He's he's total Midwest redneck, right? And and I was the only one who knew he was doing he was calf tying when he would get a sack because our the stupid announcer when it, his first year, Jared Allen gets down on one knee and goes <laughs> like this, and this, the the p uh, the the play by play announcer <laughs> right. Paul Allen, who worked at our sports talk, goes, look at that. He's mixing the batter. He's mixing the batter. And I saw PA after that. I'm like, dude, he's tying a calf, man. Yeah, yeah. He's tying a calf. And I told Jared that, and he thought it was really funny. But then he got on the show, and he started talking about hunting and how he wants to hunt a bear in a ghillie suit with a knife from a tree. I've always been a big fan of this guy. I've How, how often have I talked about him? But all the time, right? So I don't know. Okay, I don't know. This guy, I'm a big fan already. That's great. So anyway, he says this. I see him <laughs> like two. Suit. He comes in like two weeks later, and he said that one of the team, one of the guys from the the right. the the, phys, uh, the physical whatever staff, was like actually asked him, "You aren't serious, were you?" <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah. Please. And and to be devoured by a bear. Yeah. He's telling this story, <laughs> and he, well, he's like, I wouldn't get hurt. But he goes, I can't, and he goes, I can't even buy a motorcycle though. They keep us a lockdown. I'm like, really? Yeah, Tell no. me more. And he's telling me in his contract, there's a whole list yeah. of stuff. Yeah, these guys I mean, are not allowed to do, or they have to get permission to do it, or they agree not to do it as part of their contract. And something tells me that that's got to be boilerplate in in pro athletes. It contracts. has to be. I was going to make a weird comparison. Remember when the video recently came out of uh, who's the the dude? The late night talk show that does uh, lip syncing in the cars, where they found out the car was James being Corden. pulled. Yeah, James Corden, right? And it was a big thing. They were like, "Oh, look, the cars are pulled, and they're not really driving the car." But yeah, of course they're not because yeah, never paying it's an investment. To the road. You're in the car with Justin Bieber, right? Which is for whatever record company is a major investment, right? He's making them a lot of money. You can't have you know a talk, late night talk show host driving Justin Bieber around in a car not looking at the road in a busy downtown LA where it could be hit and then suddenly that person who's making you money can't make you money anymore it's got to be even more so when you're an athlete and you're physical all the time i had to look you know you're a major you're, you're a baseball player you've got to be in peak physical condition you can't be yeah you can't be you doing, can't be doing that man yeah it's and an investment for the gotten, company paying you athletes have gotten uh uh Hurt in some really stupid ways. Who was there? Was a wide receiver who dropped? He said he dropped a knife on his foot. <laughs> oh, Plaxico, Plaxico Burr shot himself in the leg. Yeah, that's right. Remember at the yeah. nightclub? Yeah, yep. In fact, hold on. I never thought I'd get to use this again. He dropped a knife on his foot. Yeah, Were they was, playing the knife game? It's. I think that with that story, they're like, yeah, it's totally him and the wife. Yeah. Well, no, they used to play that game over in uh, Vietnam where they would stand uh, across from each other and they would take their, their K-bars or bayonets or whatever and they would toss them between their legs. Yeah, who knows? He might guy. have been doing yeah. something it's like, like that. It's like a game they would play. But I just remember that they, I can't I can't remember who the receiver was, but it was pretty, it was pretty obvious that uh, people were not pleased. Uh, do I have that? Oh, I'm going to be so... Our search function sucks. Can I just point that out? Well, they've been purging more and more stuff, trying to make room for new stuff. There's been tons of stuff recently I'm looking for. It's not there anymore. Oh, that's just too bad. I had a wonderful parody song for that uh, to uh, Frank Sinatra. 
you don't get to do a lot of Sinatra parody. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you go by the blog. We got a couple really dumb things on there for you. Uh, one of which is... Uh, one of which is uh, a, a wonderful TikTok challenge. Which, by the way, TikTok... Uh, do you... Other than the fact that it's the Chinese government that partially owns TikTok... They had no idea. Yeah, I'm not on oh, it. Oh, yeah, I that's I haven't been on it. I didn't, that's nothing a problem, about it. It's man. It's like Vine, right? Yeah, it's like Vine, <laughs> so but, it, but it's it's so the big one of the big companies over in China. And you know how it is. If you're a big company in China, the the government's got a little... So some people are like the like they don't want military people using TikTok. It makes they sense. Yeah, they don't. After the whole watch, the Apple Watch incident, they're very <laughs> careful of this stuff. If you don't know the Apple Watch incident, so the tracking feature for people wanting to use it to track their workouts was really cool, but it also creates a map. And so when the Apple Watch first came out, there was a bunch of incidents where there was a bunch of U.S. military people in places, in concentrated groups, in places where there's not known military bases. So they were essentially got a map of U.S. black sites, thanks to the Apple Watch. So they put the kibosh on that quick. Well, the TikTok's same deal, man. They don't, they don't want anyone jacking around with the TikTok because of the Chinese angle there. But, uh, yeah, you have to do little short stuff. And in this particular thing... You you get your your dumbass buddy to hop in the air between you, and then you simultaneously kick his legs out from under him, and they go slamming on their back and their head. Kyle had not seen it. He watched it. He was horrified. And it's still not the stupidest thing on the blog today. The stupidest thing on the blog today is some dude who cuts a hole in the ice and then proceeds to swim out under the ice in, in a pretty decent distance, and then is... Yeah, he's doing laps under the frozen ice on a frozen lake. And then having to come back. Find the hole. You know how disorienting that has to be. It's terrifying. You get anxiety just watching it. I've, you're, you've never fallen? I fell through no, the ice No, I've never once. been in frozen ice, no. Now, to be fair, I fell where it was It was in, it, it was about five, five and a half feet deep. So I was just where I could get my head up over. But the problem was it was in a creek. And so there's current under there. And it actually pushed me under the ice. Right, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, this is the worst, this is the worst, this yeah, is the no, worst. No, do that and then, hey, look for the hole. Yeah. But what if you don't find the hole? You're dead. So I you did. You're going to die. And it was also the worst because I had just had my cast put on <laughs> from uh, a little motorbike incident. And um, so I had to go back to the hospital. I had to cut it off, and they had to redo my stitches. Great. And cast. So my mom was really I'm sure pumped. she was. Oh, she was like, this is the best day. I'm so happy. So, uh, yeah, so you can see those two jackasses at KCOnTheRadio.com. Post-show podcast, catch it on the iHeartRadio app. And as always, main show, 6 to 9, each and every weekday morning. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.